You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are we talking about? Do I ever know what we're talking about? Uh, sometimes. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football match podcast, a mini version of the Touchline Media Group because it's been like a week and we have not uh, recorded or released anything, so we should probably do that. Um, I'm your host, Asa, aka The Twig. I'm here with my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, aka The Stump. This episode is brought to you by the Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Air decides to put in, Paramount Plus, and probably not so overalls, although they would seemingly like this because it's like most of an outfit, but not fully, which are similar to overalls. You see that? You see what I did? So overalls, I can do this. It's not that hard. Yeah, very talented. Right. Um, So we are here to talk ostensibly about football and football. Um, But, you know, I guess the the question that I have to start with um, is, uh, Stumpy, what would you say is the most fun part about flying on a plane with toddlers? Uh, getting off of the plane after flying with toddlers. Oh, see that, see that, that's your mistake because you would think that when you get off the flight, it gets easy again. It does not. Um, the best part about here, I just said, you know, you're not on a plane with toddlers. Right. Yes. Uh, I would say that my favorite part about being on a flight with toddlers is the looks you get from the flight attendants. Other people, people are usually okay. Like there's this like, there's this like theory that like people on planes are like not nice to people with kids, but actually most people are like very understanding because they either have kids or have nieces, nephews, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Have experienced it at some point. Right. It's the flight attendants. They're the ones who are the worst because you would expect them to be like, Hey, if I help you, this will go quicker and everybody will be better off because the people with kids get on first. They do not. 
no, no. They're like, oh, you have two car seats. I guess, I guess you should probably hurry up. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I'm not subtweeting anybody, but if you are on a flight from Detroit to LAX and you think that there's a certain airline that does that route more than others because they have a hub in Detroit, um, well, maybe, maybe, you know, the, uh, the airline I'm talking about, but Hey, that's neither here nor there. Um, Stumpy, what do you think about conference realignment? Because there's some news that, that, that came out last night. Eh, I don't know if it's news. Some guy on the, uh, on the Twitters was talking about protected rivalries, um, within the big 10. Um, this has obviously been a subject of discussion on our, I don't know, the, the, the MLB to our single A. I, I think that there are a number like I don't know if you want to call it like our parent podcast because that implies uh they're responsible for us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I want to take care of that. I but, think like we're the independent league, right? Like we're yeah, playing we're the same how sport. How far down can we go? We're 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 definitely rookie ball. Um, but like I don't think that we're associated with any team specifically. Um, because that would imply that they had some control over what we do and, and we're responsible and we can't put that on them. We're way worse than they are. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, conference realignment, I think that in terms of protected, protected rivalries, I kind of like the, uh, like the residency match idea, like how med schools do it, where everybody has to put down uh, all of the rivals they want to protect and you only get to protect the ones where they also put you down. What's funny is, is that, and, and obviously Fullcast talked about how Vanderbilt would, would be named by everybody. Um, but I think that that would be funny for Michigan State specifically, because you wouldn't get Michigan because Michigan are fucks like that. But you would, you would absolutely get Northwestern, which is so funny. No, you would definitely get Michigan because the people in the Michigan football, the, the like football administration recognizes that that is number one, an actual rivalry. Number two, an easy way to print money. It's not like, it's not like the fans. Right. Fox wouldn't allow that not to happen because despite everybody's bullshit, like Michigan, Michigan state is a huge national draw because everybody knows that something fucking stupid is going to happen every single time. Right. Sometimes it's even assaults. I'm just saying it's must watch television. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's legal. I'm just saying that like seemingly every single time it's like something funny happens uh, or felonious, but other, you know, some felonies are funny, I guess. Not, not all misdemeanors are funny. <laughs> um, But anyway, so there was, there was a report that Michigan actually didn't list Michigan state as a rival. Um, and, in, and, and th- while that's funny, for reasons that are clear to everybody involved, um, including the fact that it gives Michigan State the ammunition to say, oh, you're scared. You don't want to play us every year. Um, again, funny. Um, That's also funny, given that that is the exact position that Michigan took with regards to Notre Dame, who famously also did that. Right. And I, I don't know if it's like a circle, because I don't know that uh, Notre Dame has ever, or Michigan State has ever ducked to Notre Dame. Actually, you know what? There was a basketball thing for a while. So yeah, there's a circle of hatred there between uh, between and among Michigan, Michigan State, and Notre Dame. Um, but I, I wanted to go at this a different way. In light of that report, which I think is probably bullshit, um, it was from an un, you know verified account you know that was anonymous. Um, I think I wanted to go through each team sort of in the Big Ten, and then we can go with like the larger schools and go through like what is the funniest team that they could 
deny a rivalry with officially. Because for Michigan, it's obviously Michigan State, right? Like, like that's the funniest way to do that. But like, there are other ones where it's like well, very funny. Honestly, it would also be very funny if Michigan tried to deny that Ohio State was a rival. Just yes. be like, oh, we've won two in a row. We are above them now. That's you, they would never do that. But like, I could see a certain genre of comedy where they're just like, nope, just not. Nope, not no. a rival anymore. <laughs> Uh, Illinois, a rival, given the closeness of those games. Ohio State, not a rival. Um, so I think I think Michigan's is obviously Michigan State. Um, but I think with Maryland. So Maryland, the, the funniest answer, I, I guess it's not which team would they pick, but a, for a team is either being denied or denying someone else. I think for uh, Maryland, it's Duke. Because Maryland, Maryland obviously is a basketball school. Anybody who tries to tell you differently is selling something. Um, but Maryland really thinks that Duke is a rival. And I don't think Duke would list Maryland as a top five team that they give a shit about. Well, UNC, obviously. UNC, NC State, and Wake are issues. And then... Uh, Wake. Virginia? I think that they, right now, they hate Virginia a ton. Um, yeah. not the, And also, I think that there's the the other thing where it's like, I think that they have a big issue with prior to this year, Louisville, like they play them a ton. Louisville's a pain in the ass for everybody. Um, like this year aside, but so, okay. So up to Rutgers, I think the fun thing with Rutgers is that they have no rivals. And I don't mean, I don't mean that in like a unrivaled, you can't touch them. It's just like, I don't think anybody cares about Rutgers. Does anybody care about Rutgers? The rivals like the university of Buffalo. UMass Penn no because Penn's is Penn even a D1 program no Princeton but then again is Rutgers fair (laughs) Um, I think for Rutgers I think that if um, I I, I don't know who they could even list as a rival who would be funny or not list as a like Rutgers, Rutgers, like many things about New Jersey, sort of defies comedy. Legitimately, I don't know who they would list as a rival. Like, Probably. The only one to me that you could like even make an argument for is Maryland. And it's only because they both, like, they were the yin to each other's yang joining the Big Ten. Like, that's not a real reason to list as They're not real rivals. No. And so, and, and if you look at it, like, geographically, um, you you have UConn, Syracuse, uh, like all those former Big East teams. UConn, Syracuse, um, Cincinnati. I don't think it's. I don't think it. Yeah, I, I get where you're going with the big the former Big East too. But like, I do any of those Rutgers, teams give a shit about Rutgers? Does Rutgers give a shit about any of those teams? Because like Rutgers basketball wasn't right. Up. Like and like when Rutgers basketball was up, Syracuse and UConn were so far into the stratosphere that like. They don't give a shit about Rutgers. That like point. they were so far above whatever Rutgers' peak was. Right. And it's like, and Syracuse, UConn, and Georgetown all hate each other pretty solidly. Um, to me, honestly, makes sense. Right. Sure. Like they all, they all sort of work in concert. I, I think that if we were going to design a rival for Rutgers, it would have to be like a Philly state, like like a Philly city I mean, or Temple. Huh? Yeah. I think it's Temple. That's so sad <laughs> on so many levels. 
Temple is the only one that really makes sense to me. It would have to be, it either has to be another New Jersey school, which really kind of, I mean, Princeton isn't D1 in, in football and like the basketballs aren't really comparable. Mon- Monmouth is D1 in basketball, but not D- even D2 like, in football. Yeah. And they're not even like, and I think you have to be at least a group of five team or like a mid-major to even like be able to have yeah. this conversation in in basketball and then like i can't think of any eastern pennsylvania state schools other than i mean temple's not even a state school right no it's private yeah i i can't even think of anybody else who would like even fall into this scenario yeah what you're talking about right now is like suny buffalo that's That's it (laughs) and that's that's a whole new york away that's like far um but so so Rutgers, as always, defies comedy. Um, Penn State, I think that the funniest team to deny a rivalry with Penn State is, and and this is sort of a problem because Penn State doesn't really have rivals in the same way. Like Penn State is sort of like a team everybody wants to beat, but nobody really cares about other than Pitt. But Penn State doesn't care about Pitt. So I guess denying Pitt as a rival is the way to go. Are we doing who the school has to deny or who has to deny them? Well, it, it obviously changes based on the school because, you know, there there are certain Notre Dame, Notre Dame, def, <laughs> Notre Dame, uh, like declining to name Penn State as a rival, I think would be very funny. Even though they don't ever like, they don't really play. They because it would just be like, the fuck did I do <laughs> that one time in like the eighties? Really <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I th- Penn State. I think you're right. I think Penn State denying Pitt because like Pitt desperately wants that validation and wants to like make that thing. But then you also have to come back to the thing that like, I think Pitt legitimately cares more about West Virginia than they do about Penn state. I think, I think especially since the, the Penn state stopped wanting to play the game um, that that's been the case. Um, But yeah, I mean, Pitt, Pitt obviously cares more about West Virginia. Um, So I I think the, the best thing, I think you're right that Notre Dame coming out of nowhere to deny a rivalry with Penn state would be very, very funny. Um, I can't even think because otherwise the only teams I think that they consistently play are all in the Big Ten, right? Like I don't think they have anybody that they consistently play in year in year out out of conference. Given I don't typically pay attention to Penn State out of conference because it's only, why would you? It's only funny when they do things dumb things like scheduling Auburn. Yeah, I mean historically, I think that the like the team that probably played Penn State the most in sort of like a non conference sense is like. Florida State. I think that they used to play a ton because both were independents way longer than you think. Or maybe yeah. Miami. Um, saying, but Miami might just be getting colored because of, again, the 80s, 90s kind of like your top teams. Right. So, um, so yeah. So I, I think Notre Dame, that's that's very funny to me. Um, we already talked about Michigan. The team denying Michigan as a rival um, is, I, I think it's it's Minnesota. I think Minnesota saying, yeah, we're good with the jug. Like, it's fine. We don't need to do this anymore. I think that would be very funny. <laughs> or Iowa. Iowa denying Michigan as a rival. <laughs> um, you also... Leave. <laughs> Just, we're done here. It's fine. Um, thank you for the Cade. Thank you for the Eric. We're done here. Um, 
Michigan State, I think, obviously, like they couldn't if if they denied a rivalry with Michigan, it wouldn't make sense or be very funny. I think Michigan State denying a rivalry with um well, Indiana, but actually it's Purdue because of basketball. Because Purdue basketball, I don't know if you're aware of this. Purdue basketball fans hate Michigan State. They, yeah. I didn't think Purdue cared about anybody except Indiana. Right. Turns out they hate Michigan State way more than they hate Indiana basketball because of the back-to-back recruiting losses of Brendan Dawson and Gary Harris. And they hate Michigan State. Um, to the point where, like, their image of Tom Izzo is our collective in- image of Bill Self. It's like they think that he just constantly pays players and steals recruits and is, like, a terrible person. And everybody else is sort of like, that's not Tom Izzo's issue. His issue is that he's stubborn and doesn't pay players. And he's tiny and angry. Also tiny and angry. Um, but, again, who among us is not tiny and angry? Me, but not my co-host. Um, well, not tiny. Right. I am angry. I mean, like, I'll, I'll, I'll cop to that. Um, Michigan State also denying a rivalry with Penn State, uh, would, would be funny only because it's like the, the fetch argument. It's like, stop trying to make the land grant trophy happen. It's not happening. I guess Penn State denying a rivalry with Michigan State, I guess that would end up being our answer then because like there is a trophy you guys did play in the last weekend of every year for, you know, decades. 20 years. Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like their way of giving them an f you to to the big 10 it's like neither of us want this why are you doing this yeah. um but i i will say i appreciate the big 10 like trying to give michigan state and penn state a reason to play in the last week of the year so that like michigan ohio state had a had like a post script and it was fun for a long time it's just like now we have a situation where it's like Michigan State could give a fuck about Penn State and Penn State has two teams to the east who it like conceptually needs to make money for. And that's sort of it. Um, Ohio State, I I don't think denying a rivalry with anybody is very funny because I don't think that like I, I think Ohio State is so arrogant that they look down on everybody. So it's just like they sort of deny a rivalry anyways. The rivalry, the rival, the, uh, again, it'd be very funny for Ohio State to just deny Michigan uh, for like the same reasons it'd be funny that Michigan denies Ohio State. Like after all of the marketing and everything you've done for the game, just to be like, nah, it's not a real rivalry. It's- That'd be very funny. So it would be, it would be uh, Ohio State denying like Alabama or Georgia. Whereas like, cause like then you, you're forcing Kirby Smart to be like, I don't, why? What? <laughs> It, there, there is an element of it that's pretty funny where it's like, yep, I'm going to deny this rivalry to make you address it. And it's like, I don't, I don't know <laughs> why. Um, Indiana, I think is the next team. Uh, I'm going sort of east to west here. Um, Indiana denying a rivalry with, uh, so they, they have rivals out west, I think. I don't think any of the eastern schools care about them um, other than Michigan State. But like, I think that Indiana denying a rivalry with Kentucky is actually the funniest way because Kentucky, all Kentucky cares about is basketball. So if Indiana football came out and said, Kentucky uh, is not our rival, Kentucky would just be like, wait, wait, are we talking basketball? Because fuck you. But if we're talking football, that's, that's fine. I think, yeah. So I think both Kentucky schools, I think you can say that for Kentucky and Louisville. Yeah. Hold on. Are we, <laughs> What? <laughs> um 
Purdue, uh, I guess, denying a rivalry with Northwestern as like the private schools, but I, I don't really know what to do with that. Well, um, and again, Indiana would be very funny. It's just like, yeah, we're not a rival. We're 45 miles <laughs> away. Yes, we are. And we're the only thing either of us care about in football. Yeah. Um, then you get to the, uh, the, the uh, Illinois schools. I think Illinois denying a rivalry with anybody in the West, just like blanket denying a rivalry with anybody in the Big Ten West currently is pretty funny because you could do things like um, Illinois being like, yeah, we're not really rivals with Iowa. And Iowa would be like, are you in the West? Do we play you every year? Yeah. Or an Illinois Northwestern, like the reciprocal denying of that rivalry would be very funny. I think, I think Illinois denying a rivalry with Purdue and Indiana would also be very funny because again, I don't think that like Indiana or Purdue gives a shit about Illinois, but I think that Illinois gives a very big shit about be- like Illinois for a while was the best of the shitty other teams. Yeah. So they always wanted to beat Illinois and Purdue or Indian and Purdue in football. And then obviously basketball, because Illinois still thinks of itself as a basketball school for some reason. Um, because they're not a football school. <laughs> like, yeah, no. You don't just get to do this uh, like negatives. Well, I, I think the thing is, is that it's like, you got to be a something school and they don't have hockey and they're not a baseball school. So what are we doing here? <laughs> Purdue was the space school for a while until UCF stole it. UCF did steal that. Um, and I'm just waiting for Dana to accidentally say that they're the space school. Um, because, you know, Houston. I, yeah, like, I see Dana believing that. Like, I, I think that Dana would be like, I saw this movie and they said that it was Houston. Yeah. Who did they say? Who did they tell they had a problem? Houston. That means we're the space school. Space school. And then UCF and Purdue are like, wait, no, it's not even there anymore. It's like, nah, it's Houston. It's not Orlando. We have a problem. It's not West Lafayette. We have a problem. That also opens up the possibility that like Florida season opening. It's like, we are physically the closest one to Cape Canaveral. (laughs) Yeah. But you could also get things like, uh, like Colorado just being like, we are technically the ones closest to space. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be a very funny argument. And then somebody in like, I don't know, Montana, like the University of Montana, just builds a campus building at the top of one of the Rockies, and be like, "No, we're the physically the closest one." And, and you get stupid arguments uh, uh, about that, and stupid discussions, and stupid um, games about that. But do you know where you can get games that are not stupid because they are important, and we need to watch them? Paramount. Plus. Hey, everybody. Uh, is this a recorded ad read? It is. You have... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Do it again. No, just keep going. Just keep going. UEFA Champions League Soccer is streaming on Paramount Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, you'll note not Arsenal, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title, no, against Liverpool, no, Man City, yeah, probably, Chelsea, no, PSG, come on, Barcelona, now you guys are clearly just messing with us, and more, Bayern. In soccer's biggest <laughs> club competition. 
So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time, and extra time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we'll also note that you can watch Europa League and Conference League on, on Paramount+, Plus, but they're not going to advertise for that. Golazo. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So that brings us to the quadrangle of hate, the uh, Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Um, I think Wisconsin uh, denying a rivalry, like they they wouldn't, like I think that there's an element of they're all very like, um, Nice. Wisconsin denying Iowa would be very funny. And then Minnesota denying Wisconsin. And then like Wisconsin thinking it had like a, a Northwestern Illinois thing going on where it's like, no, 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 me, us in Minnesota, we're, we're a pair. And Minnesota like being like, no, fuck you. Yeah, right. Brown no, jug. I don't know if you know this too, because the Wisconsin and Minnesota, like the States have reciprocal tuition. You as a Minnesota resident, you get in-state tuition at Wisconsin. And that's vice messed versa. up. That is yeah. messed up. <laughs> like, so like Minnesota would just be like, we're not, we're not rivals. And Wisconsin would be like, what? We're the better team. You don't get to say that. <laughs> we're not rivals. And also we're the better school. And Wisconsin was just like, wait, 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 wait. what just <laughs> happened? What, what did we just do? Back to that oh. first part again. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Hold on. You, you, you said it in a funny accent and we're, we're from the part of Wisconsin that doesn't understand you. What? Um, Nebraska denying a rivalry with literally anybody in the Big Ten isn't funny because they're not rivals with anybody in the Big Ten. Well, uh, yeah. uh, Nebraska denying rivalry with Oklahoma is probably the funniest. No, because like Oklahoma is so much better. I think it's Kansas State because there was, I think, an element of like serious rivalry there um, back in the day. And and you can't say Colorado because Nebraska goes out of its way to play Colorado every year, seemingly. I was going to say Colorado denying Nebraska is the funnier one. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, like, I mean, Nebraska hasn't been, you know, nationally relevant since the mid-90s. Colorado hasn't been relevant since the mid-90s. Uh, both of those would be early 2000s. But yes, point taken. Um, people forget that Nebraska went to a national title game in 2001. The reason they forget that is because 2001 was a fun year in, in, in college football history um, with maybe the best team of all time. Uh, it was the other team in that national championship game. It was not Nebraska. Um, they didn't have a good time. Yeah, that's And that's why you forget that it is. <laughs> that it's the early 2000s because um, Ed Reed and friends ended that one real quick. Um, yeah, that was a short conversation. Uh, as, as short as a former, uh, Nebraska quarterback, literally any of them, they were all very short because they were running backs. Um, but some of them were white. Eric, Scott Frost. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Okay, cool. Um, so just 
sort of nationally, I think that there's like a couple of places where denying a rivalry is funny. If Florida and Florida State could get their shit together to align themselves to truly say that they're only each other's rival, I think the immediate shitstorm coming out of Miami would be really funny. Um, like if, if, if no, I, so Florida State I think is more of a standalone thing because of like their whole like Big East into the ACC thing. But right. Florida, Florida saying no, Florida State is our only rival would obviously not only piss off Miami, that would piss off so many SEC like Georgia. Would be, yeah, hold the fuck up. <laughs> and like, you, like Georgia would be the ones with like, oh, you're doing a bit, cool. But Tennessee would be like, wait, 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 you're telling us we're your third rival, and Florida yeah. could be like, uh, you are our fourth rival, Kentucky. <laughs> Is is higher up that food chain? Georgia, Georgia would just be so funny because we would be like, "When was the last time you even played Florida State?" <laughs> uh, every year, but yes, point taken. Um, I think I think with with the the other one, I've, there's nothing funnier than Texas and Texas A and M doing what they actually do in real life. So I have nothing to say there. Um, Oklahoma actively t- saying that they don't give a shit about Oklahoma State isn't funny. It's actually a violation of state law. Um, you can't, you can't do that. And they did. Um, Clemson doesn't really have a rival as far as I'm concerned, no. which I think is pretty funny. Um, because like it should be, I guess, South Carolina, but they are in different conferences and South Carolina is always shitty. And then like none of the North Carolina schools really seem to care about Clemson all that much? In terms of football, no. The only football rivalry would be South Carolina. Or Florida State, but that's just, like, situational. Yeah, but that comes and goes because, like, they can't both – like, them and Miami all can't decide to be good at all at the same time. (laughs) Neither can live while the other survives. Got it. (laughs) Uh, That's right, uh, Dabo. We have called you a Dark Lord wizard. Or – you know I guess a child wizard. Either way. I'm actually not sure which one he would be more upset about, being called dark or a wizard. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, like, what if we said, like, okay, what about a child who dies for everybody so that they can live? He'd be like, I'm very into this. But he practices witchcraft. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, dear. Oh, dear. Anyways, um... Out West, obviously, USC and UCLA, like, don't have rivalries other than each other. Um, Not really. Like, there's, like, you know, Stanford weirdness. And UCLA has, like, their basketball stuff. But um, the the nice thing about the Pac-12 is that, like, every team comes with a ready-made rival. um, Except for, obviously, Colorado, who has no actual animosity towards Utah. And Utah, whose actual animosity is towards a small Mormon school. Um, so BYU saying that we were never rivals with Utah, very funny. Yes. Um, obviously Oregon and Washington hate each other. Oregon and Oregon state hate each other. It's all like very paired up. It's fine. Um, so I, th- I think like in terms of like the, the new schedules and realignment and three, six, six and whatever, um, I'm very excited about it because I don't like going a long time without playing certain schools, but I do have to say like, if Michigan State could go ahead and make two out of their three protected rivals, um, like big current Big Ten West teams, that'd be dope. Like if we could, if we could have like Michigan protected rival and then like Wisconsin and Northwestern, that would be awesome. Northwestern and Illinois. 
I don't want any part of Illinois anymore. I'm good. Hurts only going to be there for like another two years. Yeah. But like, also like there was the, the death knell of the D'Antonio era. Right. Remember that game? That was fun. Um, yeah. But also like, that's the, that's the funny part is like, when did, when did these, you know, protected rivals get revisited? Because what if you do do something like, you're like, yeah, I want Illinois. And then Bert decides that he actually loves champagne and he turns it into like Wisconsin South or even Wisconsin prior to this year. Like you think you're signing up for, you know, traditional oh. Wisconsin. All of a sudden it's Luke Fickle and Longo. And it's like, ah, I have regrets. I mean, I would like, depending on when you play them, I would love to play Wisconsin every year because if you were just like, okay, we'll decide at the beginning of the year, which iteration of Wisconsin we'd like to play this year. I want to play them in, uh, in September because their DNA of running the ball and playing defense is still in effect. Um, but the flip side is in like three years, I want to play them in November because they're going to have forgotten how to run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, you could also say, I mean, you could say that this year too, like they're going to be so they're going to fo- be focusing so much on the past that it's going to be really funny when you're like, Hey, it snows here. You can't do that. in November. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, if, if 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 only anybody had ever tried this before, you know, and seen if it would work out. Um, oh, oh dear, someone has uh, every year since the freaking Purdue got Drew Brees. Excellent, cool. Um, so I I guess that's sort of like uh, what I have. Like that that's all I have planned here. Um, and we have another uh, twelve minutes on the uh, on the episode list. Um, so I guess we can talk a little. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna use this time to talk about Tottenham. Um, they lost in the FA Cup today. They're bad. I, I don't know what else to say about it. But that wasn't the funniest one. What was the funniest one? Southampton lost to the Two. team <laughs> not even in promotion, the promotion zone in the fourth tier of English soccer. Grimsby Town, welcome. Thank you. Well done. Um, full of, oh, actually, you know what? We should probably talk about that. Um, Fulham and Leeds. We'll talk, we'll talk more about, actually, we'll talk about that on the next episode when we have, uh, Ben and Kevin, um, Tottenham, I think is really funny because like, you know how in video games you can get away with having 11 players because like you can just, they'll, they'll rest. They'll be fine. I think that Tottenham sort of did that. They were like, we have 11, we have 13 players and it's like, yes, but you also play three times a week. It's like, well, guess Lucas Mora's getting a run out. <laughs> it, it went how you thought it would would, would go. Davidson yeah. Sanchez, not that good. And it's fun because this was against a championship level side. So it's like, is Davidson Ch- Sanchez good enough to play for a good team in the championship? No. No, he is not. Is Lucas Mora? No. No, he is not. Yeah, no. And that's... If I were their agents, I would be very pissed that they, like, agreed to do that. I'd be like, listen, we were going (laughs) – we had one shot at this, and you blew it. You you really need to not suck like that. Um, uh, Yeah, so um, I think that uh, this was always going to be a mini episode. We'll have a longer episode for you uh, later this week. Probably will be released on Friday. We're not certain if Nerd Angus is going to come back. He's currently in a uh, country that is experiencing some measure of riots. We will not say which one, but um, we, we hope he gets back healthy and safe. Um, I am okay. a Red Wings fan now because I've been told that we uh, the Red Wings are going to make the playoffs. So uh, Dylan Larkin, eight years. I'm sure that that's not unhealthy for a sport to have eight-year contracts. Um, you know, 
baseball always worked out with long-term contracts. Um, soccer certainly didn't, or FIFA didn't, didn't just uh, make a big stink about a seven and a half year contract. Can you explain to me why the NHL thinks eight year contracts are a good idea? Never go, you can buy them out. Oh, so it's like, it's like the NFL. This, these aren't real eight year contracts. Oh, excellent. Well, shout out to Dylan Larkin, a person who I learned about last week. Uh, I'm told he's good. I said, so enrolled at the University of Michigan at the same time you were. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I'm sure that uh, Dylan is a studious young man, uh, or I guess, wait, if he was enrolled at the same time as I am, he's old. Eight years is way too long. Uh, he is old. I, I didn't say undergrad. You were enrolled oh. for a very long time. I was. I was at Michigan for a very long time. That's fine. Um, okay. Do you have any other uh, any other thoughts on, uh, on on college football realignment such as it is? No, I just want to laugh at Southampton again because that's really funny. Imagine, imagine losing in the in the round of sixteen of the uh, FA Cup. Couldn't be me. <clears throat> that's not even in your tier. Yeah, couldn't be me. Um, <clears throat> but uh, a special uh, thank you to our sponsors: Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Air decides to put in, Paramount Plus, overalls, et cetera, et cetera. Um, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies. I forgot to give our socials. You can find Napoleon Greg at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. You can find me at Diamonds Esquire or on the main account uh, at uh, TLSTDS. Um, we don't have an Instagram. We're going to work on that. Um, but as always, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much. And we will see you next time. Podcast Network.